Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. And we are on fire. It's, it's only going to get better. <laughs> it's only going to get better with these see, see heavy, early. heavy b- movies. See, uh, it's the earliest indication of how this podcast is going to go ever. Um, it is February 6th, 2018. Thank you for joining us. Is it though? Yes, it, yeah, that's that's how dates still work. The Mayan oh. calendar or the Aztec what calendar are we use? Is it the Mayan calendar we use? No, we don't use the Mayan calendar. The, the Aztec Mayan... the Aztec calendar? The we Gregorian use, we... calendar? <laughs> the Advent calendar? Yeah. Calendar I, girls. Combination of all those. Naked. What? <laughs> you remember you ever see that movie Calendar Girls? I haven't seen it either. But it it's was like something that you would see with your parents. It was very popular in my senior citizen movie theater when I was in high school. It was like a movie about like a bunch of like older women who oh, yeah like like made a calendar. A, yeah, I, yeah, I know the concept. Yeah. I'm just surprised you haven't seen it with your mom and dad. No, 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 no. How was Four Christmases? Fuck you, man. I'm not the only person to see that movie. Look, John Favreau elicits two solid laughs in that film, and there is not a single laugh in the rest of the movie. Uh, if you're new here to the podcast, what we do is every single week, Samantha brings up something shitty that my mom has put me through, and no, I have to talk I don't. about it. That's your life. We share our views on movies and online. Here are five and... movies that I've seen in theaters that my parents that we will never cover on this podcast. Four Christmases. Uh-huh. Big Mama's House 2. Ooh, are you sure about that? Fun with Dick and Jane. Uh, yeah. RV. Ooh. Sunshine Cleaning. And that's five. Sunshine Cleaners, I think. And that's Sunshine Cleaning. I saw the movie, Don't Doubt Me. And you'll get five more next week. <laughs> that's going to be new. Every, uh... Friend every... and fan of the show, Tatiana, mm-hmm. is probably going to get us all five of those movies after that crap load she dumped on us last week. Uh, thank you for those movies. Such gems that you'll, you'll soon hear on this show. Ugh. Such as... Elizabeth Town was part of it. Oh God! Yeah, the that's one. Kirsten Dunst and uh, Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Oh my God! And Cameron Crowe just totally losing his pitch. Oh, <laughs> just he has no fastball. And then there was one that was like know, disintegrated. Right. Something. It was some weird ass. Some weird ass movie. Some weird like, ass. Some a lot of horror. Like we can't get any fucking. So weird. I'm not too excited. Fourteen oh eight was part of that, which is the only one I was actually like kind of excited. What's that one? That's uh, a Stephen King, King movie. It's Stephen King based off of a. Uh, well, Stephen King, Samuel Jackson, and John Cusack. Okay, I think I know that movie, but I haven't seen it. But yeah, there's a lot of horror in there, yeah. so I wasn't too excited. Just like I wasn't excited to watch this movie. Well, hold on, we're, we're jumping around a lot. No, I was so. trying to segue into back into the show. Well, you're doing a good job. 
we talk about movies that we watch randomly or that are nominated yeah, back and that. forth. This is a random one. Um, and we also talk about and our... your life is random. Or talk about our lives. Yeah, I kind of tied that in. And then I was trying to segue into, oh, horror was something Tatiana gave us. This is supposed to be horror. The only thing scary about it is that I lost... How long was this movie? 92 minutes. 92 minutes of my life that I will never see again. A couple reminders up front. Of course, the Mullet Awards are still open. Haven't checked the results here in a couple uh, in a in a couple days, so I'm interested to see um, where things have moved. I need and to shaped. update my list that you I do. Have. Yes, you do. Like, because we're gonna get to the end of the year and you're gonna have terrible nominations. Like, Argo, fuck yourself again. Uh, no spoilers here. That has received no votes. <laughs> Best scene of the year. Just want to point that out that you've had a turd of a nomination. Um... Like we talked about, like we talk about I'm sorry. in this. If you actually let me go and see it, maybe I would believe you. But I think that you're rigging everything. I look. I you're take, such a liar. You're such a liar. I you're take such way a liar. too much pride. How's that cowgirls in, bar? This is an inside joke from work that people do not need to know. I have never joke. gone to a cowgirls bar. You're such a bad liar. So I can barely listen to. My parents' music when I drive anywhere. What do they like to listen to? Fucking awful shit. Like country music. If you listen to country music and you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, but your ears are dumb. Um, Cause, especially because you listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Um, but again, you're making me jump all around. Uh, I take way too much pride in these stupid things that I've never once influenced a Podswoggle, tournament results, any kind of voting or anything. I take way too much pride into those being legitimate and being honestly from our fans to do that. You're such a nerd. I would never do that ever, ever. You're such a nerd. Uh, what I would do is uh, take the time up front like we do. It's few and far between. But I wanted to discuss the film that we watched recently. Uh, not in theaters. We should hopefully be seeing a couple things in theaters next week. Um, we're going to take the time on President's Day and possibly our 11-year dating anniversary. Excuse me one moment. <coughs> oh, God. Um, to uh, to see that. But we did, in the comfort of our own home, by our means, finally watch a... Good movie. Academy Award-nominated film. Uh, and just a good movie a in good general. A good movie. We watched that. We've been three, on a losing streak. We, we watched three billboards. Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and uh, I think we both loved it. I thought it was great. Um, was everything so? The reason why I wanted it up front was because um, all everything I'd heard, it seemed like the the one that I personally would enjoy the most. So, kind of um, put it up at the front. We'll cover it one day on the podcast. I think it's kind of like our litmus test for like if we like things or not. It's like, are we gonna buy it? Will we own it? Yes, we will. Um, would you agree? Uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was great. Yeah, very, very good. Um, yeah, don't want to again. The movies we see recently, we don't uh, dig too deep into because we're gonna cover them one day. Um, I might hopefully have some, some, some takes soon. I'm gonna try to watch a couple things on my own here soon. But um, until then. Let's get into this week's podcast. Let's do it. 
Uh, our random selection after a, a good random break. We're now trying to um, get back into get it. Get back in because also we have to wait until we have to watch Blue Valentine, which will be next week's episode because it's our Valentine's Day episode. Uh, so this week was It Comes at Night. No, it's not a porno, but... When did we watch this? Would have been better. Uh, we watched it on the second, so we're about four days behind. So bear with me in terms of remembering stuff. Uh, you drew it, so I read it. It Comes at Night, a nerve-shredding thriller... Says Time Out New York. I don't even know what that is. Sounds like a fucking. It sounds like a a sports bar haircut place. I don't know. Uh, we'll leave you unhinged and completely exhilarated. Says Rolling Stone. Heart pounding suspense and razor sharp tension highlight this highly acclaimed thriller. Seventeen year old Travis, secure with a desolate home with his productive and heavily armed parents. Joel Edgerton and Carmen Ijogo watches um, his world abruptly change with the arrival of a desperate couple, Chris Abbott and Riley Keo, Co, and their young child. Panic and mistrust grow as the dangers of the outside world creep ever closer, but they may be nothing compared to the dangers within. All right, so. This movie sucked. <laughs> All right. Oh, so I man. was, I mean, as I am with most horror, gory, psychological thriller, those ones that are more horror leaning, I tend to, to not like it, especially if I draw it out of the box because I don't have time to prep myself for it. Um, but yeah, this, this sucked. It was just boring, to be quite it honest. Was it was very... boring. That's like boring. the word to describe it for me. So, and I hate to bury it so early, but No, I mean, it there's really, like, I've, I, it's very rare, like, if we take a couple days to do a podcast, it's because we're busy, like, we got shit going on. I just don't want to, like, remember or talk yeah, about did, this I didn't want to talk about it. It's, there's nothing, well, there's, there's a, several things we'll talk about, yeah. you know, that are more so about, like, the idea of the movie and, like, also, like, it's, like, acclaim and whatnot, but... Like, we watched it, and this is just so inconsequential. Like, it's seriously 80 minutes of fucking nothing. Yeah. Of just very forced tension, two or three utterly useless jump scares, and then, like, this breakneck ending that's highly... Drama, uh, highly dramatic, f- just because dramatic. overly dramatic. Yeah, thank you. Because nothing else happened in the movie, and we need to shock something. We need to shock the audience by having a child get shot. Spoiler: the child gets shot. But you don't even see it. You don't even see. Like if you you're don't gonna see this to me was like the like if this was an episode of The Walking Dead, it would be like the worst episode of The Walking Dead. But it'd be an episode of The Walking Dead. Like it, it seriously, there was nothing original. Or, like, unique about this at all. It was Look, just... When Joel Edgerton came on, I thought it was... What's his name? Who did I say it was? So it was Kurt Russell, which I don't know how you thought it was Kurt Russell. Like a young Kurt Russell. This came out last year. I don't know. <laughs> this came out in the summer. Some effects are really good. <laughs> well, Kurt Russell was young in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that exactly. They look nothing alike. I think they do. Those beards. I think it's that Kurt Russell didn't have a beard in that movie. But I imagine... When he was younger... 
Yeah, young Kurt Russell. No, when he wasn't, when he was younger, he didn't have a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. <laughs> um, it's just like there's not. So it's a non. It's a nondescript fucking virus that's taking everybody Post out. Post-apocalyptic Post-apocalyptic. World. Everyone's, everyone's... On their edge. On, on the guard. edge, cagey of one another, not sure what's going on. Miss, like, the dangers of other people are more dangerous than the dangers out there. Um, and then, you know, everyone's okay with each other. I don't even, like... It doesn't build up to fucking anything at all. I think that a lot of it was supposed to be, okay, well, what comes at night? Because the title is It Comes at night. night. But they don't ever say what it is. And I don't say you... What comes? Is there a monster, a force? What causes it? How does it spread? Why, all of a sudden, did they get sick? And you don't even have to answer. Like, 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 like the Walking Dead has ever answered those things. But like, at least, you know, like, you get bit or you get scratched or something, like, you're, gonna, you're in fucking trouble. It's like this well, where it's like... Everyone's like fucking going outside, doing whatever, and then they're fine. Every yeah, then all of a sudden they're not fine. Like it, it it's just so not it's so un- inconsistent. So I'm always I'm always curious about like the well-reviewed horror movie at the moment because for the most part horror movies get uh not a bad rap, but like modernly a horror movie that gets, you know, anything above, like, 65% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, okay, like, the consensus kind of likes this. It means it's probably... For example. For example. What? A horror movie that got above 65%? Get Out. Well, that's on a whole nother level. I'm not talking about even less than, like... Uh, uh, Insidious. Yeah, like, those things. I haven't seen a lot of them because you don't like them. I'm not a huge fan of them, but a a good, well-crafted horror film that tells a good, kooky story, um, I'm for I just haven't seen many of them because normally they leave me underwhelmed. Hence, this movie was in the 80, high 80s on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score was like 44%. The cinema score was like a D. So, like, you can say that this movie was um, was well-crafted and was well-done. I wouldn't agree with it, but I could see That's you making... Opinion. I could see you making the argument... It's an opinion to have. It's an opinion to have. Not one of mine. I just, like... I can think of... I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head. Uh, I, I, again, I, I've bought most of them when they're on sale. Like, Great. It Follows, Great. Don't Breathe, Lights Out. Like, we have those things, and we'll watch them eventually. But, like, this has made me worried. I'm also got... This is a fucking sore subject with me, because I had this movie in the last fucking fantasy movie league that we were yeah. in, and I was like, oh, this is going to be that summer... Kind of like, uh, like The Conjuring a couple years ago, where it's like... You know, people are buzzed about it. It's not that big, but like it's gonna have legs. And like, no one fucking saw it because it because it, it was fucking this. Because it sucked. Every this is a ninety-two minute movie, and every scene is five minutes too long. Yeah, it just everything just drags, and it's supposed to like set this pace up of like like impending doom or just you know like. Like shredding your nerves, what's gonna happen? It didn't shred my nerves. It shredded my fucking patience. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that it had potential, but completely fell short of anything that it could have accomplished. Just, I mean, and uh, that the one scene towards the end is pivotal when the families are fighting and the, the little boy gets shot. Like, show that. 
show it. Well, you show all this other, um, you know, them throwing up blood, fucking, spitting up blood, boils, that's the only everything. Go, that's the only gore or blood or right. anything in this movie. It's just like people like, like, like spitting up and like drooling blood. Right. And then people but, just shock themselves awake. Right. Like, you show that. Show this. That would actually have shock value or, or, or show, see, you know, it, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I was like, I didn't want to see that because the off-camera reaction to it, like, give like gives you the impression for it. But like at that point, I'm so, after 80, 85 minutes, I'm I was just invested. like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And also, it just it rang very like we need something poppy here to like shock the audience. It needs to turn and around and, and kills her too. The guy gets killed. Uh, the son gets sick. He dies out of nowhere, and then the family's also sick, and they're sitting at the table, and it's like, oh, well, it's a good run, I guess. And that's it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't need a happy ending. Like, we've talked about that. But like, yeah, it doesn't have I to need, be a happy ending, but I, I, it, it just, I didn't care. Yeah, like, there's nothing that was done to make me, and there's so many, like, little, like, like not subplots, but, like, the son, who we'll get to later, um... Like in his like infatuation with like the young girl, who like that was like in one scene, and then remember you remember that like he has a dream where like she's in like his bedroom and then she's like oh, yeah. on top of him like she like drools blood on him and he wakes up and then like she's at the dining room table and like they legitimately have a talk, and like they're kind of flirty or something I don't know, um and then that, that that's it. It's all really weird. I don't know. Let, let's be perfectly frank. We both fell asleep for a decent stretch in this movie, and what? that again. That's not chalked up to the fact that it, that we're parents of a newborn and we have insane hours. No, I I fell asleep in this because I wanted to. <laughs> like I I, honestly, like I woke up at one point and like I had to go to Wikipedia to see what I missed. Nothing. I missed nothing. I literally missed that kid fucking walking around in the dark again with like weird noises. That's all I missed. He walked around in the dark? He kept walking around, and this little pervert kept, like, everyone's oh, yeah, asleep. In the, calling into the... Just based on, like, listening to the, the, what the they're doing. The attic and watching them have sex. And then somebody and then somebody went outside. Like, he went outside at some point. Again, they aren't supposed to go out outside at night. He was looking for the dog or something. Yeah, because the dog... The dog, dog got, ran away. And the dog the, got caught. Yeah, and the dog then ended up getting, like, fucking, like, that zombie... Got, like, zombie AIDS or something, and... <laughs> that was the sickness. It got sick. But, like, what made it sick? Like, how did that happen? How did it get back to the house? Well, because... Like, like, I don't get it. Yeah, how did it get was in? Was there a monster? Is there... Is there, there wasn't... There's not a monster. Is there it's just a like... physical force behind it? Or is it just, like, this in this boy's head? Because it seems like he dreams about something or somebody. Boom. They sick. No, was because he she wasn't... Was he comes at night? No. Like, she... what happened? Like, what is... No, because obviously there's something movie? else because, like, when he's out and he's bringing the other guy back, they get ambushed by that other group and they, and he kills those two guys. Um, remember that part? Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> you looked at me like, hmm. No, I know. I just don't understand why... Like, obviously other people have been affected. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it just... Like, I... That was a way to, like, have the one guy have... What's his name? I don't remember their names. Like, again, Will. it was four days ago. Will. Will. Like, that was a way for, like... Will to like show he was loyal, not trying to do anything, because the whole issue was like he'd broken into their house, looked for food when they were out and about burying Papa or whatever. Um, <laughs> and you kept seeing that image, like you kept seeing like 
I remember seeing like that creepy old dude like in like commercials and like in still shots and stuff. And like doesn't mean a thing. They just needed a, a, a scary old fuck, you know, and to show people that it was gonna be a horror movie. It off, yeah. Um I liked the only piece that I liked, if we wanted to talk about like things that we liked, was like the little montage of like them like like everything's okay, we can all live together. Like they're playing like a game and like he's showing them how to chop wood, even though Joe Edgerton's getting getting jealous of his son learning from another man or whatever. Um and like teaching like the younger son like the younger boy, you know, stuff. Like that it was fine. And then all of a sudden, like the next scene, for no reason, you know, the two dads are talking, and you know, it's seen as though the this as Will has been uh, untruthful because he like he slips up and says like that uh, he doesn't have a brother; he's like an only child or whatever. Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm trying here, guys. It's like, yeah, it just was not linear. In my mind, like, the story wasn't linear because it did Cause everything jump around. So it's like, so was he meant just, to be tru- like yeah. trustworthy or not? And again, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with a movie being ambiguous, ambiguous, and letting you draw your own conclusions. If you do it, make it fucking interesting. Because this yeah. wasn't at the end of it. I was like, just everyone die. So actually, I guess I should have ended up liking it because it's <laughs> basically what fucking happens. Yeah. But just, like, the road to get there, like, how many times were people just, like, digging or, like, walking or chopping or... Driving. Yeah. And then the only, the only, it's not, this was, like, like, not scary at all. No. Like, I'm not a big jump scare guy anyway. Like, I'm more so, like, I get more scared if I watch, like, one hour photo and imagine, like, somebody is actually out there in the world like takes your pictures and fucking like puts them on their wall and like like that's more scary and like eerie and like to me than yeah you know what I mean like that's well, just I mean I don't ch- like those jump scares but I wasn't scared about like the jump my biggest because I knew the jump scares were happening my biggest but but they Except were like when he got into that accident when the thing when uh like they got ambushed oh yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting that but it didn't scare me I was just startled. Startled. This it's, movie startled me because of those jump scares mm-hmm. that it had a couple times. But the jump scares were just so, like, if that's the pace, well, that's what it, you're looking at. Just be eerie and creepy and, like, yeah. have but stuff, like, slowly get its way out. Okay, this, this, sh- this is the that was my complaint about. <laughs> that was my complaint about it. Where, like, it had, like, four or five too many jump scares for me. And it was just like, don't have it be about jump scares. Have it be about uh, this fucking horrific fucking clown and this, like, being. Yeah. Like, this movie, like, the way it was, like, shouldn't have been, like, any jump scares at all. It should have just been... That psychological kind yeah. of thriller movie. And and I think that this movie tried too hard to have layers to And it, it. didn't. It, they like, couldn't even layer their well, fucking characters. No, I think it's like, oh, dream sequence, dream versus reality. I'm jerking oh. two fake dicks off right now. <laughs> well, you got a lot of practice um uh (laughs) and then i think it tried to layer in oh this guy how he reacts to how will's character reacts to the other guy um drinking like he might be an alcoholic he's probably a former alcoholic 
Uh, and it layers in, like, oh, the family dynamics. It layers in creepy kid who's almost as creepy as a kid from Looper. It layers I think in... that kid was creepy. I thought he was a little creepy. I didn't His care. His eyes were too big. The... You're so him. mean. I didn't like him. I didn't like the way he was I... looking. I, I literally Why stopped listening. I literally stopped listening to you in the middle of this because he sleepwalks or does he or is he the like? Yeah, see, it layers. It tried to layer too uh, much. It tried to put too much on it. It tried to make you question everything rather than just question everything. Like I don't know, because some things have been done similar to this. Yeah. But done well. Like I said, like this is like a like like a yeah. lot of the Walking Dead is about the same. Concept. Like like, uh, like social interaction concept is like how would you react to this person doing this that the other you yeah know? yeah you're right and like, and they're supported with these really well crafted characters that have the bring on the same table and these characters weren't it's dad that'll do anything that it takes mom that doesn't get to do anything except agree with dad that does anything like what did that mom do the whole time. Nothing, know. and at the end, all of a sudden, she's got a fucking gun, is and is will stand up for her family and whatever. The kids, this weird, weird world, like spy, curious, fucking stay in the house, Carl, dickhead. The other family, like, were they bad? They were just plot device people, and those are the only six fucking people in the movie. Besides, besides boys. Grandpa Zombie and yeah, the ambush boys. The Ambush Boys. It's like a, it sounds like a Stop shitty. This sounds like a shitty '80s Southern tag team. I'm Ricky Ricketts and and Ronnie Rondo. We're the Ambush Boys. Uh, take that Southpaw and run with it. Um, was there anything that you legitimately liked? I already said what I legitimately liked was that one little. Everything's gonna be okay. But again, that's pushing it. And, that's, and, like, not even, like, the directing or, like, anything, um, like... So, Hats the Time was I, too fucking dark to see anything. I hate when movies do I that. I hate when movies do that. I did, like, I thought it was the best acting in the movie. When that little boy gets shot. Yeah. And the mom just starts screaming. Twice said earlier, yeah. And her reaction, that's what I liked. Because yeah. it, it felt, it sounded... Genuine yeah. and real, yeah. and that's what I'd been wanting the whole damn movie. Um, even though, like, it's supposed to be all this like uh, mystic kind of thing, you could do that with the raw emotion and and everything, and do it well. Because that was well. If there had been more of that, mm-hmm. that was that would have been good. Yeah, because the baby monitor's in the other room. The child crying upstairs. We were talking about just the raw emotion of the mm-hmm. mom at the end mm-hmm. when her son gets shot. Like, that, I liked. That That was my favorite scene. Yeah, I liked it. It just, like, at that point, I was like, of course that's what happens. Right, right. Like, it just... It was, like, like that, too that, little, too late. That was their big, like, yeah, if they don't have them, yeah, we're going to shoot the kid. Yeah. And then and then the dad's going to have to take the whole family out. And it's like, but you haven't given me... A, you haven't given me a anybody... Yeah, or, or like a, a pro and a con, like a like an antagonist and a protagonist here. They're just like that whole like drawn out sequence of like dragging like the one family out because they're probably sick, and like the debate on everything. Like, I just didn't. 
didn't like have any emotional investment in it whatsoever because it was just so haphazardly put together to get us to that point. Yeah. It was it was all just unexciting and, and uninspiring like, and just like, unoriginal. I feel like dragged out is a good way to describe this because I feel like a lot of scenes were dragged out. Like, okay, the door's open, then they have the dining room scene, and they're there, and it takes forever. Yeah. And they decide to, okay, stay in their rooms. And then it just was like... Ugh. I feel like I was watching a shitty social experiment in real time. Yeah. But this was over the course of, like, fucking weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Ugh, not... Not good at yeah, all. Yeah, not at all. Um... We can get an MVP and LVP, I guess. Sure can. Now, um, again, we only really have six people to discuss here. Um, well, I think we can start with MVP. I think that'll be easiest. Yeah, um, I think so. I think just from what we talked about, that reaction that she had, even though she didn't do really much else, mm-hmm. Riley No or whatever her name is. Kyo or... Kyo or... Ko. Whoever played them. I don't even know what her character's name is. Like, I don't really know much about it, but... <laughs> Um, and again, I it's not because we watched this four days ago. It just... Yeah. I, I don't think I honestly would have remembered this had we recorded immediately Kim, afterwards. Kim's character. Or Kim, the character Kim. Yeah, it's uh, Keo. Riley Keo. Riley Keo. I think that just from that scene alone, I think that, you know, she brought it. Um, I felt what that character was feeling because of that. Yeah, and she was fine the rest of the movie, too. She didn't like, do much. She didn't do much else, but she also didn't do much that, that offended I, me. I liked her in the scene, like I said, the scene like with the, the, the son. you know. scene. Sure. You know who she is? Who? She's the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley. Really? She's the eldest grandchild of Elvis. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. Good on and She's been in a bunch of stuff. She was in... Um, She's in Mad Max. Oh. She was in a bunch of. Uh, she's been in a bunch of indie films. She's in Soderbergh movies. Yeah, she's she's oh. all right. Okay, you go, girl. She's all right in my book. Uh, okay. Who's not the MVP or the LVP? I think Joel Edgerton is fine. Yeah. I think. Carmen is Jogo. You know, again, we talk about like she doesn't do much of substance or anything. I mean, I could have. Yeah, like she doesn't. And Will's fine. All right, look, my LVP is the the son, Travis. Is that his name? Yeah, he was pretty. Travis. And here's the thing: he's the only one that got nominated for like awards from this movie. Really. He got nominated for well, it got he got nominated for breakthrough actor at the Gotham Independent Film Awards. So like. That's like getting nominated for a movie gallery acting award. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't get nominated for a blockbuster entertainment award. You got nominated for a movie gallery award. He was just so... What's the phrasing I'm looking for here? I think think a lot of it was the way his character was written. But he was just, like, a little too, like, eccentric and weird... And, like, then he was also still, like, a teenager, and he was moody, but it was moody in the wrong spots. Um, and it's just for lack of, like, Joel Edgerton is always reliable. He's not going to blow your dick off, but, you know. What else has he been in? Uh, he was in Warrior. He was in... Warrior? You are the worst. Um, he was in... Um, he's, he, he's been in a bunch of things um, that we haven't seen. Yeah. 
But there's never been anything I've seen him in that I've disliked. Um, Christopher Abbott. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else before. Kind of liked his charisma a little bit, but again, character was written. Did not make me really attached to him that well, one way or another. Um, the youngest son, he was just a fucking... Weird kid. Weird kid, you know, wasn't, but he wasn't like a bad kid actor. He had one like line that I kind of appreciated um, when he said it, like earlier on. But this other kid, this other guy, I just, so much, he was basically like the main character in the movie. Because you see him, you know, yeah, investigating and spying yeah, and doing whatever. He was. And like having, he's the one that has all the dreams and stuff. And I just like couldn't get into him. And I think that was a big part of why I didn't like the movie. Yeah. Um, would you, you, so you would agree with that? Yeah, I would. So Kelvin Harrison Jr. would be the uh, LVP here. I'm actually curious to see, like, what the trivia is on this movie, if there is any on IMDb. Uh, it, it all sucks. <laughs> just read the first five. And I was like, this is the most boring trivia ever. There's just, this is, like, so... Alright, so, ooh, here we go. Here's, uh... Here's uh, the spoilers section of IMDb. Oh, gosh. Uh, for a majority of the movie, every time Travis is dreaming, the screen becomes cinemascope style, transitioning out of cinemascope style when he wakes up. Woo! Spoiler. The cast and crew of the film signed a non-disclosure agreement that forbids them ever from revealing what, quote, comes at night. However, fans and critics are in agreement that Travis's dreams are what, quote, comes at night. Woo! I would, ra- I would rather somebody bust down the red door, just jizz on the floor and have the dog lick it up than watch this movie as it is. Uh, director, the director hinted that the two men attacking Paul and Will in the forest could be father and son based on their similar appearance. <laughs> well, shoot a confetti gun out of my anus and let's have fun with the neighbor's wife's tits. It's been speculated Will could be a current slash future form, form future alcoholic. I'm gonna be a future alcoholic after watching this movie. Judging by his demeanor, Paul po- brings out the whiskey bottle, like you said. Wait, what shower scenes did Kelvin have? I just was gonna ask. Because that. he waxes his back for us, so maybe that's why he's the LVP. Yo, I, I love Iron to be because it says like what one out of thirteen people found that interesting. <laughs> he had a shower scene. He did. I, I probably was sleeping. Yep. I'm always sleeping in, like, the dicks. The the scenes with the dicks and the showers. Look, someone's got to be awake for it. Yeah, it's got to be me. That's you. Um, in this situation, we would... Which family would we more be like? Uh, oh, we would we would not be like either, because we would not let those people in. We would have killed that guy for breaking into our house. No, we wouldn't have. <laughs> Look, I came home from work today. Oh, yeah, this is actually good. I picked up the baby because I was, you know, running late. So I come in. I got all my bags. Got the baby's bags. Got the baby I'm carrying. Come on in through the garage. Walk through the kitchen. And then I come through the baby gate. And the front door is wide open. All right. I'm freaking the fuck out. It's 6 o'clock. My hands are full. Jillian's babbling in my ear. I'm trying to hear somebody in my house. I don't know what to do. I call Chris like four times because he didn't answer his phone. And it's an emergency. 
So I call him like four times. He answers the phone. I say, okay, stay on the phone with me. I got to go through the house. Let me find something. I couldn't find the bat that I have, so I grabbed mm-hmm. a hammer. Got this hammer in my left hand, mind you, because I'm holding Jillian in my right hand. And Jillian knows something's wrong. She must have felt. Shuts up. Aww. She shuts up. She's just staring at me. That's She's so looking. Sweet. Everything. I go through. I shut. I lock the door. I go through every every room. Go through. Opening doors. Ready to swing that damn hammer. Somebody been in this house. I tell you right now. I would have bashed her damn head in. So somebody breaks into my house while I'm in there. And there's some kind of unknown virus thing outside. And I got my my baby to protect. You're I'm dead. bashing their head You're in with dead, that hammer. You dead sucker. I don't need a gun. Give me the zombie apocalypse. Give me a hammer. Give me a baseball bat. I'll Negan everybody. I'm serious. You don't mess. I think in that situation we would have been more like that. I would love family, to see you. I would people. love to see you just in life. Not like read, but just like actually say Negan shit. <laughs> like it'd be very funny to me. Just you, like that's how you talk. Would just be like. I'm doing I'm adopting a new lifestyle. 2018 is the year of change for this family. Great. Well, I, I look forward to my daughter by the age of two saying she's going to beat the fuckity fuck fuck out of somebody. I'm going to beat the fuckity fuck fuck out of you. Anything else when it comes at night? I'm going to beat the fuckity fuck fuck out of this movie. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was just underwhelming. and it was. It was my expectation score for this movie was a seven and a half. What was mine? <laughs> a four. I think we both overshot it. Uh, I show overshot a little bit with the 80. How about four? Um, well, you drew it, so you get to give it a score first. I mean, I did like... Like, to be quite honest, I don't think I stressed how much this MVP saved, saved my thoughts on this movie. Really? That Riley, much? Riley... Keo. Keo. Well, no. Coming out of this, one's written all over it. Okay. But after us talking about it and... Me remembering how that sounded, how it made me feel, that scene alone mm-hmm. gave it a point back. Uh-huh. So, so, it's a, so it's a two? I'm giving it a two. I'm also giving it a two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that scene alone, I wish that they had just, I wish that the movie had started with that. And then we went backwards. And saw what happened. And saw yeah. what happened. Man, or sorry, something let's... else like that would have been more interesting. But that <laughs> alone. Can we saved recap twenty eighteen real quick? Besides a moonlight, which got a perfect ten, we have watched Who's Your Caddy two, East of Eden two point two five, Pocket Ninjas one point six seven, and it comes in it comes at night too. So of the five movies we've watched this year, we've added one to the box. One has been a quarter of the point away from being destroyed, and the other three must be destroyed. The rules on the podcast, if you get a two or below, on average, you get to be destroyed. So, so who's, who's your caddy? caddy? We're going to bring to a, um, a driving range at some point and beat with a golf club. Um, pocket ninjas, what do we say? We're going to like hit ninja it with nunchucks. Star- ninja, ninja stars. Star- cool. it or right. it or well, this one's obvious. I should jizz on it. It's it comes at night. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're so not kidding. I'm I'm kind of not kidding. <laughs> if you want to jizz on no, it, I'm that's not going to destroy the movie. This is so weird. The fact that this is the most animated and excited that we've been about talking about this movie should indicate it right now. That we're debating me ejaculating on this Blu-ray. That's weird. It's very weird. What else can we do to this movie? There's really nothing. 
This is so important. We should, you know, what we should do. We should leave this out in the sun. <laughs> Just let it get like. No, that's a good actually idea. Actually, I'll put this outside tomorrow. We'll grab it in like a couple weeks, and and it could be a science experiment for Jillian to yeah. do. Yeah, we actually need to start doing these things though. Like, okay, let's go to the let us go out back to our driving range. We, I'm we sure somebody in the neighborhood has a golf club. I can just like, hey, can I borrow a golf club ask, real quick? Ask Danny and, and Nicole. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that they have, or that guy across the street probably. Yeah, does. and, I'll, and um, he loves Jillian. I'm sure that, I'm sure there's some ninja around. The, <laughs> around the, some Steve, midget ninja. Let's call Steve. Some little person ninja. Sorry. Let's call Steve. See what he's got. He, I bet you he's got nunchucks and ninja star. Oh, of course he does. Of course he does. Um, that's it for It Comes at Night. Thank goodness. Let's draw a movie out of the box. This will be at least two weeks away. What well, are at least you after hoping for? Fucking, I'll take a good solid six at this point. Like, give me something that won't make me hate myself when we watch it. Oh, this box is all kinds of messed up. There's so many movies in here. It's, it's, I'm gonna dig. I'm gonna go deep. Go deep and come on this movie. Ooh, we already watched this, I think. Yeah, Best in Show. We already watched Best in Show. We did, yes. Alright, so that was what I drew. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we did. A while ago. So, Best in Show was what I drew, but it was nominated, so... Wait, but I thought that if we drew it... No, 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 no. That's only for specific movies. No, 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 no. Only for specific movies. Matilda! There we go! Oh, good! A nice, good, solid, wholesome film. One of my favorite books... One of my favorite Thank books, God. one of my favorite movies. Oh, Matilda, save us. <laughs> it's on TV all the time. Matilda. God, that, that is so necessary and needed. A movie we can watch with Jillian. And I started, I'm starting to think that she's like Matilda. But we'll talk about that on the, on the show. Yeah, great. My kid's going to be able to move shit with her brain. Wonderful. That's okay. As long as she doesn't get nosebleeds. True. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, check us out on ArcadeAudio.net for this podcast and all the other ones in our network of shows. Uh, please, please, please subscribe on iTunes, or Apple, I should say, Stitcher and Google. Leave us a review in five stars. It helps us out very, very much. Support the podcast and all the other ones in our network by going to Patreon.com slash ArcadeAudio. Get bonus content and merch for your donation every single month. Follow us on social media at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MarriedWMovies, and send us an email, MarriedWMovies at gmail.com. Next week, the dark train continues, at least with the movie we've seen and we know we like, Blue Valentine. And then after that, we'll do Matilda. And then, who knows what else. In just a couple weeks, make sure again, go to arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. Get your votes in for the first annual Mullet Awards. We will announce them on the podcast immediately after the Oscars. Anything else? No. Absolutely not. Uh, I think so, is this the first Blu-ray we're going to destroy? Mm. Everything else has been like older. I think that's I feel right. so bad. Like, I got this for like six bucks at, uh, on Black Friday. So. I'm kidding. <laughs> for a mullet. This is mullet. Signing out for Meredith with Moves. We'll catch you last time. Last time on. This is the last time. It's the last time. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. When you couldn't hear anything there a moment ago, I was pantomiming masturbating. I think that they got it. No, you can't. It's a, an audio medium. You yeah, didn't. I know, but I think that they still got it. I'm not a loud masturbator. Uh, aren't you? Whoa. Whoa. It's fun. I
Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.